And now, Hangar 56 Media presents Spike's Car Radio, a downloadable cars and coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Here we are. Matt Ferris. First place of business. Westside Collector Car Storage. I always get it wrong. I always want to go, uh, when I try to put it in, I always do W-S-S, but it's W-C-C-S. Yeah, because West Side, that's technically one word. Yeah. In Los Angeles, West Side is one word. I need a pen, too. Do you have a I pen? I can get you a pen. You I can get you get... a pen by 3 o'clock today. Go ahead. Go get me a pen. Here, right here. This is some pre, you're listening to pre-show Spikes Car Radio. We're with Matt Farah. It's just he and I. We were just together uh, Sunday at the <coughs> new outpost of the Malibu kitchen <laughs> called the farmer's market. Yeah. And uh, actually you, Bill seemed happy. He seemed really touched that you and I both showed up. Um, I woke up that morning. and thought, Oh, th- this is a perfect thing. I, you know, it's weird, but I'm not driving as much as I used to drive because Bill's been closed. Yeah. Right. So I thought I'll get up and go. You and I had had a plan that I had totally forgotten about to hang out. <laughs> and you're like, I'm already there. And I'm like, shit. It's okay. I, I went. Uh, my car needed some exercise, and so I was like, "Yeah." What did you drive up there? My spider. Oh, okay. Yeah, my spider needed some. It had been a month. Fuck, a month. Did you have a front plate on that yet? I no, don't need a front plate because I'm a car dealer. I oh, need one plate. Did you go by the police? They're all yes, over that. Place. And I smiled and waved. You did. Yeah. Saying you didn't worry, and they knew not to I don't to need a front you. plate. I'm a dealer. Right. I need a dealer plate, and I was displaying my dealer plate. I see. Yeah. I see. This um, is this is the move, Spike. But then you were telling me there were some issues with insurance for the dealership. Those are other issues. <laughs> <laughs> but does that impact the plate? Not today. <laughs> it might in the future, but it doesn't impact it today. We all dream of having this dealership here in California, but you were getting into the 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 the, the meat of the it. nuance of the insurance and is the insurance. You know, insurance just finds a way to fuck you everywhere, from healthcare to cars to just everywhere. In California, the number of times that I've heard that an insurance company doesn't want to cover. My business, right? West Side Collector Car Storage, because of wildfires, right? And I go, the nearest tree is a hundred <laughs> miles from here, you guys. Yeah, I my building is concrete and masonry, and there isn't a tree anywhere near. No, me. there's nothing. What do wildfires have to do with this? I, you know, insurance seems to me like the biggest pyramid scam. Oh. Uh, on one side of it. And then when you talk to Zuckerman and you see the other side of how they operate, they're just thieves. Well, they they're go th- they, they, their job is to uh is risk. They're in the risk business. No, but it, if it gets risky, they they leave. Yes. If we <laughs> actually have to pay, we're, we're out of here yes, because that leave. was never the plan. Yes. Our plan was to get money from you yes. and then not ever pay you anything. Yes. And they do it all the time. I mean, they, you know, I I, I've seen it over and over again, but uh, you know, I my you remember you know John who works with me at Hangar mm-hmm. Fifty Six. He had his uh, he got in an accident. Somebody hit him, and he had a McLaren, right? So mm-hmm. he was entitled to uh, a lot of money. Yeah, he was entitled while they fixed that McLaren. He was entitled to a car uh-huh. of equal value. Uh, is that how it works? Are you entitled to a car of equal in your value? contract? Oh, wow! And they said, "Well, do you have something else to drive?" He said, <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, sure." And then he told Zuckerman that story, and Zuckerman said, hold on here. Yeah. <laughs> they were supposed to pay up. 
you know what your contract says. Why don't you look up what it costs to rent to, a McLaren rent per a day? And and sure enough, yeah. he was due that money and was paid that Two money. Two G's a day. <laughs> well, a little it more. Was it a more? little more. Yeah, and yeah. it took months to fix it. And, you know, that's insurance. That's crazy. And then, you know, my wife is very big in uh, trying to get health care. Med- you know, medical health care and medical debt and, yeah. and that stuff. And she tells me stories that are just shocking. You know, people yeah. who have cancer who can't get tra- the insurance yeah. companies say, nope, forget it. And we have, and, or people who have these uh, processes and or go get treatment and then they, they're in, you know, go bankrupt. Crazy debt. Yeah. They yeah. lose their house. It's yeah. Just a horrible, yeah it's bad. Horrible. Like we, my wife worked in tech for, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. We got pretty spoiled with her tech right. company right. Right. insurance. I mean, tech companies are fucked in a lot of other ways but they they give their employees amazing health care we'll give them that but when we when she got laid off from twitter and we had to get on the west side collector car storage plan small business Mm -hmm. relatively new we we got the best plan that was offered to a business of my size small business 10 employees the best plan the platinum fucking plan this insurance is expensive Mm mm-hmm it is the most garbage health insurance I've ever dealt with. <laughs> Random denials of, of, course. of, of claims. Yes. You know, yes. can't work with the doctors that I normally use, yep. even though I'm supposed to be able to. They're just thieves. Yeah. And people don't know that. Yeah. And don't ever feel bad when you're getting money from insurance. Kick them in the nuts when you have the opportunity. Yeah. Kick them hard in the nuts. Mm-hmm. I always do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's good to be here. Speaking um, of Zuckerman, real what? quick, you know, I've been watching on uh, the old Netflix. What's the, that? The Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, my God. I know. I talked to him. I, last week, I said, dude, yeah. first of all, you didn't respond to my DM because they showed your house on yeah. the Lincoln Lawyer. Yeah. You are you are the Lincoln Lawyer, the <laughs> yeah. real version. Yeah. I said this in last week's show. Is that what you were thinking when you were watching this? Well, yeah, because I can't unthink it. I can't unthink right. There's a, there's a lot of crucial uh, <laughs> shots that happen in Zuckerman's neighborhood. Yes. and um, But not and only I, that. And Zucker- I thought about them blocking off his house, you know, for like two weeks. Not blocking. They but, don't. But they took the whole They took the whole. We drive up. by it all the time. I had yeah. no idea what the shoot was. You know, when I, you go buy a shoot, you don't yeah. care what it is. You don't, I don't ask. But well, I like, saw the 64 in the driveway and I went, oh, this is, this is the Lincoln lawyer. The 64 Continental. Oh, you did? I, in one one time. When in I the show there. or in his social media? No, no. When I went to his house oh, when you went to his and house, I saw right. the production trucks right, and right. then I saw. Oh, you con- saw that car. So I was like, oh, okay, this, this is where his house is. And I got to say, shots look great. Yeah. Their lighting design, yes. great job. Uh-huh. Yes. Making the neighborhood yeah. look good. Except they make it seem like. The approach from the Zuckerman exactly. side is how you get to exactly. The That's exactly what I told him, yep. and I'll tell you why. Because it's a better look down that street. Yeah, yeah. coming the up sun comes on the other the side. Right way. Yeah, you yeah. see, you have a nice look down, yeah. and then he turns in. Here's another weird bit of car minutia. The Lincoln lawyer's Lincoln is in my new movie. Oh, really? Yes. You got it from some cinema vehicle company. I the old Lincoln. One of the things that I made sure of was, uh, you know, and, and you have, you know, when you do one of these things, you have a gigant, thousands of people working for you. And, the, you know, and they're all super talented, right? And mm-hmm. usually let them do their job. But I said, where's the car wrangler? Sure. And Jerry and I had a meeting with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, look, I know we can't get the best, but I I want to personally pick every single car. In fact, we might have gone through a couple of car wranglers until I got the one. insane? 
No, no, okay. no. We cut our reputation preceded us. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it wasn't our focus, yeah. but I said, and I was going, this one, this listen, one, no, no, no. The, the car community will not forgive us if this isn't perfect. The production, you know, and it's still early to talk about this, but they were looking at us like, I, you know, I was complaining about Quentin Tarantino's movie where, you know, Sharon Tate drives mm-hmm. in in the wrong year, 9-11. I mm-hmm. said, that cannot happen in this movie. Sure. Our movie is not a car movie, so it doesn't even matter. But it was so I would Jerry's like oh, yeah, yeah I trust you, <laughs> so I picked every car and I uh-huh. picked a blue Lincoln, and one day it showed up on set and everybody goes yeah that's the Lincoln lawyer's uh, car and I go yeah. what's the Lincoln lawyer oh yeah <laughs> and then I started watching the Lincoln lawyer it's all connected yeah. <laughs> but Zuckerman to me what I said he won't watch it for the same reason sometimes I don't watch a lot of comedy because I get anxious sure because it's what I'm doing and sometimes I can't handle it right. I said, hey, you watching season two, uh, Lincoln Lore? Actually, two-part season two. Yeah. He said, uh, I'll try it. And then he, he texted me. He goes, "It's uh, I'm getting too much angst. <laughs> he goes, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. But it really is his world. Yeah. It's really – it's different. Uh, he's the defense attorney, Zuckerman's personal injury. But if you know Zuckerman – he loves to eat. Yeah. He loves to drive around in a fancy car. He's always involved in, in lives in a beautiful mid-century home. It's him. <laughs> it's him. <laughs> he is the Lincoln He's Zuckerman. There. Um, I uh, I just finished it last night. And, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I liked the ending actually. Yeah, I did yeah. like the ending. I that it, show's really poorly acted. Yes, <laughs> the acting is horrible in it. Well, but I do love the vibe of the show, despite the bad act. Look, I want to recast uh, a bunch of parts. Now, I like the guy who plays the Lincoln lawyer. What's his name? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, don't know I his name. I think he's good. Uh, we got to get rid of the wife. We got to get rid of the daughter. Yeah, we got to get rid of. Let's see. I, the guy who plays Cisco. I hate Cisco. His yeah, he's got to go. I like his character. Something needs to happen to Cisco. Did you see the movie, the Matthew McConaughey movie? No. Oh, so the show is based on oh, the, really? the movie, which is based on books. You should watch the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln Ooh. Lawyer movie, which is a great movie. Yes. It's like a fucking, like, not even, no bullshit. Yeah. Great movie. Wow. Really enjoyable. And and Matthew McConaughey makes a fantastic Lincoln Lawyer. He the does. names of the characters are the same. Which led him to the famous Lincoln commercials yes. where he was driving. Oh, no, yeah. Right, the movie right. first and then the commercials. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're doing a podcast and he's, about he doesn't conspiracy have a 60, theories uh, right now. Four. His Lincoln in the movies <laughs> yes. is a, like an 80s town car. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Turn it around. Turn it around. <laughs> you hear those words run, ladies. I really want the Lincoln lawyer's doors. The doors of his house are this beautiful glass the, I'm aware. Yeah, you've seen them I've when seen you drive them. by to Zuckerman's house. When I recorded when I recorded last Friday after we were done, I stopped in front of the Lincoln lawyer's house and took a picture of him. It's a very blurry picture. The doors they're, are amazing. They're not as good in person. The house in general is not as good in person sure. as it is, you know, because I a movie TV makes everything look big. So mm-hmm. imagine that look, still looks kind of small. The view is spectacular. Yeah, yeah. But all the houses in that neighborhood are beautiful and manicured and, and what a what a great oh, especially time. with Hollywood backlighting for oh, the it's glass. Ins- it's the insane. doors are I I stopped and showed my wife. I go, if we yeah. win the fucking lottery, I'm having these exact doors made. One and a half house. billion dollars, one point six billion tonight. <sighs> It's big. Did somebody win? Nobody won? No, there's. I think there's a drawing for $1.6 billion. Oh, we go get, we getting tickets or what? You getting I, tickets? I, yeah, I already you got tickets. Yeah, I got tickets? Right, after this. I said I to Armando win. at the gas station, I, I'd like the winning ticket. You you'll know, know I I've win. I've never heard that joke before. You'll never see me again. <laughs> What's that? You'll never see me again. I'm out. 
you would really disappear if you won 1.6 billion. Now, first of all, what? You're probably taking home only what? 700, oh 800? What will I, how will I live? But what would you do? You, yacht, you, yacht out. Really? Yeah. Try to circle the globe endlessly. That's it. So that's all. You wouldn't get bored? I'd find things to do with, with my remaining $500 million after I bought the yacht. Yeah, I'd find, I'd find something to do. You'd Think leave all this. All this. Really? <laughs> all of this. <laughs> the YouTube channel. 100% of it. I'd leave all of it. Yeah. And you would just, and you think you could actually, how old are you now? 41. You think you could occupy another, what, you're only going to live for what, 15 more years? I 10, 15 years tops. <laughs> I could never do that. I mean, I, find, I think it's I'd cool. I'd find something to do. I'd find something to do, and I'd chop her back and forth to the yacht as necessary. <laughs> but it doesn't that just become eating meals and diving, jumping I'd off the find, boat? I would find things to do. Like what? Fish? I would do the things in the car business that I enjoy doing without having to think about money, and that would be great. So what would that be? I would write for Road and Track, which is okay, the thing so I you'd enjoy keep working. doing. It. Yeah, I would do something. Yeah, I would do something. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but but from far away. <laughs> <laughs> so you would write about cars from a boat. <laughs> yes, I would fly back and forth. To I the don't cars. know that you can drive them on a boat. You think? Hmm. Monaco Grand Prix. You see, they put that F forty on the boat. You'd just be the... one of those guys. Nah, yeah, probably. I think that would be a boring existence. I no, I I, would I think it would be cool would, for a I couple do weeks. Things. I would do things, but I just don't know what yet. Have you? Ever I read... can't imagine that big. I can. I've thought about it. Well, you can because you you know you're you're billionaire adjacent, I'm so not, you, you know I'm what not, you know what not. someone with that kind of money does with his life. No. Oh, Jerry. Yeah. Well, that's what he what he does. I I've met I people like you and Jerry and Larry David and a lot of people who've made lots of. They don't ever they 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 can't stop working. They'd no, be, I know, but Jerry does what what stimulates him intellectually and without necessarily what will make him any money. Right. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit anymore, which is great. That's that's the kind of freedom I'm talking about. I wouldn't disappear I think the money entirely. for people like Jerry and, and Larry David is secondary to the making of things that they've always loved. It's yeah, good yeah. to have it, but yeah. I think they don't really think about it that much. I mean, yeah, that's that's awesome. I, and I like think you're that. that type of person. I, 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 I think, think you would go nuts. Right. I think you're probably right. And I would like to continue making things. And it would be very nice to continue making things, but without having to think about money. All right. Here's what I would do. What would you do? <laughs> I would do nothing for a little while. Mm -hmm. I would do absolutely nothing. And I have to figure out how not to screw my kids up because mm -hmm. I probably would be ruining their life mm -hmm. with money. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I would not change where I live. I would not, uh, I don't think I, I would definitely not get a boat or plane. I might fly private here and there if I ever Netflix. went anywhere where I don't re really go. Here's, here's the only thing I might do. Mm. You might find a, a Ferrari 250 short wheelbase in my hangar at Santa Monica. Yeah. And that would be it. And yeah. then you might find some sort of really choice, rare Rolex on my wrist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Okay. I'd That's have fair. to put That's my cool. wife in business. I'd have to set her up with right. a foundation <laughs> for her health care yes. for all with yeah. a budget and a crew. And so she could get free health care for and the folks of California. Your life, and your life could then be charity, tax deductible. She, hers. Right. Just give her some power. Give her some uh, money to screw around uh, politicians with. And that was it. That'd be it, I think.
That sounds good. I don't. I, I'm pretty happy right now. And then yeah. I would continue doing this. I love doing this podcast. It's fun. I would do it for fun. I wouldn't really worry about advertisers. You'd hear the ads getting real crazy, real fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would continue to write uh, when a project came up, not just to keep the bills paid. That, yeah. Which is a be- very big difference, right? It'd be nice not to have that pressure to deliver every year and to earn your health care and the rest of it. I would then just really be careful about what I wrote and what I did. I think, But projects like when good. Unfrosted comes, uh, absolutely, I'd be doing that because it was just a wagon load of fun. Sure. That sounds fun. Yeah. I would review cars I want to review at a, at a cadence that I want to do it without having to worry about feeding some algorithm yes. to where I'm at right now. Here's one thing I would do. All right. I've got to do an ad in a second. But there was a guy uh, in an L.A. here in California. Did you see See, there was this interchange down uh, downtown? Oh, yeah. That had it was complicated and people yeah. kept taking the wrong. And he turn. added a sign. So he made a sign himself yeah. and he put it up there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was there for how long? A decade? Ten years. Ten years. Yeah, yeah. Until, and he made everybody's life easier. <laughs> and he researched the sign. He made the right colors. It yeah. was an art project, and it made everybody's life easier. I would be doing that with slow traffic, state of the right. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere on San Vicente, everywhere on Sunset Boulevard, uh, west of the 405 and the Pacific Just Coast the Highway. the whole state. I would be putting up – the state does pretty well outside of L.A., I've noticed. Not know. in the, the the L.A. to San Diego yeah. five corridor. I yes. just drove back on Saturday night from San Diego mm-hmm. from my brother-in-law's memorial. The right lane mm-hmm. is the fast lane for yes. about 30 miles Correct. of that highway. Yes. And the other four lanes – it's five fucking lanes. The other four lanes mm-hmm. all go exactly the same speed. There's walls of traffic. Yes. And then the right lane – because nobody wants to be in the right, is the fast. Well, you know, people, you see it happen on the 405. Everybody comes on and they go, oh, I'm going to find my lane. Like, I'm going to find my seat in right. the uh, the waiting room of the airport. Uh, everybody spread out. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. That We need to re-educate everybody. Now, that, now Jack, uh, my kid, is getting his uh, driver's permit. And I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, I got to do 30 hours of lessons, an hour, you know, and he, and he has to sit and watch these classes. And he's, and I'm like, tell me every, you know, once a day, just tell me the two things you're learning. Is it online? It's online uh-huh. just to get your permit. Yeah. Not even get to your license. And it's, it's fascinating. Like, I go, is there a way to cheat at this, do you think? He goes, yeah, people could. And you can look up the answers and stuff. He, he's a good kid. He's doing all of it. But I don't think half the people who drive here really are educated about driving in any way. I, in I any that. way. And this is... Or they, they took whatever version of this test was 40 years ago or in a different state. Or, yeah. yeah. And they're they're dumbfounded. You're, you know, people passing on the right. Why are they doing that? Why are they on my tail? I'm on the left. They have no clue. Yeah. No clue. So yeah. that's with my billion and a half dollars. Sure. I'm going to fix that problem one a way super or another. Super pack. A keep to the right super pack. I wanted to ask Zuckerman, and I forgot last week, like, what what happens if I put those signs up anyways? What if I go fund me, and what if I raise the money and I put them up? If someone gets start an start by adopting the highway. You adopt yeah, the yeah. mile, and then while you're <laughs> sweeping, you're just like over here. But if I did it, because you know me, once I start getting obsessed with a thing, I then have to kind of try to fix it. Yeah. And if I did pay for like 25 signs to improve yeah. <laughs> the roads from my house to Bill's, farmer's market spot 
is there any sort of liability? Am I sort of exposed legally yeah. in any way yeah. should something happen as a result of said sign? I kept to the right like the sign <laughs> said, and I got rear-ended Correct. 100 miles an hour and, and I would guess Ferris did fault. <laughs> Zucker move would say, yeah. Are you involved? I'll in see the, you in the courtroom, Were you Spike. involved in the episode of Seinfeld where he adopts the highway and repaints the yes, lines? Yes, I was there that <laughs> night. Fucking great. You want to hear a terrible story about that one? <laughs> we were shooting, and we were shooting a very high-angle shot on what I remember to be almost a one and a half story ladder with a guy, a, a crew member holding up a light angled down uh-huh. and Michael was fooling around in the car and it was dark in this back parking lot, which used to be Gilligan's Island, which was now paved over okay. at CBS Radford. So he got into the car for the very first time and was goofing around and having fun. And he drove really fast to, you know, show off or do something. He almost hit the ladder with the crew member on top. So he did not see him. And we we were like, no, 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 no. And he just missed it. It was a terrifying moment. It would have, it easily would have been bad. It easily would have been bad. That's not good. That was like the, you know, the old days of shooting TV. That's like the, maybe we should get a stunt driver for this. Nowadays, yeah. yeah. But, you know, we're, we're just flying by the seat of our pants going, what, what's, he's just got to go, hey, I'm, jo- I'm enjoying all the lanes, <laughs> whatever the hell we had him doing. But we didn't have that, uh, that, that ladder illuminated properly. And it was a nighttime shoot. God, I still think about that and get a shiver. OSHA, baby. We need to get OSHA involved in this. <sighs> all right, Rejad. What do you got? I got a few of them. Let's do this one. Public service announcement. Attention, all my bearded beasts. From stubble to mans. That's you, Matt Farah. If you didn't already know, Manscaped now sells beard products. You heard that correctly. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming changed the game with their Beard Hedger Pro Kit. And now they're going a step further with a brand-new handyman. An electric face shaver for a quick, convenient way to achieve clean shaven look. Whether you're sharpening up your neckline. You shave your neckline. I always get confused with my Eh, stubble. When I shave my whole head, I do. But there seems to be a thing like people go, I don't mind the the stubble, but you got to shave your neckline. Right, they get right. upset about the neckline for right. some reason. Yeah, because it gets if it gets a little sloppy in here, you know. So Whether you're looking to sharpen your neckline or your face smooth finish, the handyman has you covered. Go to manscaped.com, use code Spike twenty for twenty percent off and free shipping. Love that man. It's time to go from five o'clock shady to yeah, baby. It's good because we have a lot of beard people on the show. Yeah, but what are they going to do when they can't make puns about your balls anymore? (laughs) Shave other parts of your body? What we can't? The beard hedger. You want the beard hedger kit? You're going to get twenty percent off free shipping with code Spike twenty at Manscaped. And I think that code works for everything. Manscaped.com. Spike twenty. I have a drawer full of this stuff. I love their good stuff. stuff. Quality items. I shave, as everyone knows, my dog's penis. <laughs> the hairs at the end of the penis sometimes grow too long and distracting. We give him a little shave, and we know we does won't he, nick his will. Does he give you a look of appreciation when you do it? Yeah, to him, it's just all dog. It's all fine with Gopher. Gopher's a fantastic dog. Look, I forgot, and forgive me, dear listener, to bring up the 911 ST. I know you drove a car, too, that I want to get into, but this... 911 ST was finally announced. This was a car that Spike's Car Radio had been on top of. I forget who tipped us off a year ago or even longer. I think it was Brenner, wasn't it? Was it Andy? No, 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 no. He never leaks any information to us, ever. He denies. He won't even respond. 
This, you know, your, we have listener friends. We have listeners and followers who who sent us the entire release schedule of the cars for the next seven years. And so far, this list is right on the money. The ST was supposed to be announced earlier, and then uh, the same person said it'll be August. Well, come August first. I start getting texts from journalists going, hey, guess what I just got pictures of? Mm -hmm. I'm embargoed, and here it is, this car. Um, GT3 RS engine. It's exactly what we said it was. It's yeah. the new 911R. Yeah. 518 horsepower, four-liter engine, RS body of the 911 GT3 Touring. Oh, and it's a manual. So you get a manual gear rack. So it seems to, it appears to fix the problems that we had with our GT3 Touring in that that car felt like it was set up for the racetrack and it was called a touring. Yeah. And this car looks like it's going to be as balanced and fun as the 911 Speedster. Yeah, well, they haven't released details of the suspension setup yet. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be sprung? You know, it, they sort of actually set a precedent a little bit with the new um, Spider RS that I just drove where it's actually sprung and damped softer than the GT4 RS because it's optimized for the street. So I think they are, I think that they are going to make this one a little softer for the street. Now, will it be softer than the you GT3 think, no, 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 they have to. That's, of course they That's do. definitely what this car is. If, it, if it's coming off the 911R, which did you, you drove an 911R. Yeah, a couple it's times. Spectacular, right? Yeah, the best. The balance so you feel, the yeah. sound, everything is just perfect. It's made for that perfect canyon drive yeah. where you're not really getting on it too hard. Yeah, it's awesome. New sound, lightest feeling. Isn't this the lightest 992 yes. now? But it, but the my question is I it will uh, bless you it will be softer than a GT3 RS for sure the question is it will it be, be softer than a GT3 Touring so, no, no no the Touring was not soft I know and it will it, it absolutely will it be will softer be. than that we believe it absolutely will that we and 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 this is based on nothing at all but my little crew of idiots believes that they know they screwed up with a 911 Touring. This 992 Touring. I, I think they probably do. They know that that car was too rough for people who wanted, really believed in the word Touring. Who wanted a street car. Who yeah, wanted yeah. a street car. Yeah. And now this car is really going to deliver. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're only going to be what? 1963 The price is 300000 So they're grabbing some of that money up front. The pictures are beautiful. I, I actually I, think it's underpriced. Because they'll be flipping them for six. Hopefully, I'll be flipping one for six. <laughs> Hopefully, that's what I'll be doing. Thanks to my friends. I think if it was, I think if it was close to four, they'd still sell it. It must make you crazy because, like, it's got the S and the T of the TST. I know. I'm so it's fucking done. It's like the SF90. What do I have to see with your lottery winnings? Mm. Would you get one? I would. Yes. I mean, yes. if I won billions, I'd yeah, pay yeah. whoever 100%. would. Yeah. If I with my lottery winnings, I'd buy a couple of cars that I drove in Germany this past. But well, wait, we'll get to that. But look incredible. at this, look at this angle here of this car right here. It's it's gorgeous looking car. It's got the front. It's got the the, look at the nose of the yeah that side Isn't fender that from the GT3 RS. And this is a new color they made just for the car. I don't right? love the white wheels. I never <clears throat> do love white wheels. But I love I love this spec. You like I, the white wheels? I do. Really? I, I've never liked white wheels. I can't but on this, you in a car with white wheels, I would get rid of the meatball. Yeah, but no good. It's a six and a three. Which adds up to yeah. nine, nine. <laughs> which is our whole thing, mm -hmm. is numbers that add up to nine. 
I mean, I would take the car just like that. I like the color. I don't like the white wheels. I think if you did a if you did a gold wheel uh, and got rid of the meatball on that color, gold, be, yeah, light no. gold, white gold would be awesome. But it's like a it's like a gray. Yeah, the white wheels are so great when you get wider. But yeah, we already have a plan for it. But if it's got a, it's got like, a trunk, know. right? Unlike the GT3 RS, it does. this car <clears throat> a trunk. A frunk. Yeah, it, ha- yeah. it uses the regular GT3 hood and radiators. Right. As opposed to the GT3 RS uh, center pass-through radiator, which eliminates the trunk. That's the one thing about the GT3 RS that Andy Freudinger told me people wanted. And I had lunch with Andy in Germany. Oh, that's On the nice. Spider RS. Mm-hmm. I, I like Andy a lot. I think he's a genius. We, we love Andy. There's nothing not yes, to like Yes, of course. But I said to him. But? Well, I said to him at this lunch, I said, the GT3 RS, I go, how, who, who thought to, who thought that people who want this car don't want a trunk? And he goes, it seems insane, but the people who bought the last GT3 RS, Mm -hmm. we asked them what they wanted in the new one. And what they said was more hardcore. They wanted more hardcore. So... Okay, we use the radiator setup from the RSR. We got rid of the trunk. Here you go. More hardcore, more downforce. <clears throat> Lots of adjustments for Lots the track. Of, yeah, that right. stuff too. That's stuff too. But I, sp- I don't mind that. that you sounds don't mind right. no trunk? Not at all. Not in that car. Really? Yeah, that's what that is. That's for that mood. Make it as as nasty as you want it to be. That's fine. You it, know, if, if, it, to me, it seemed weird because it's a big car. Yeah, it, it seats two people. Yes, you can't use the space behind the seats because the buckets don't move forward. Correct. And so you've got nowhere to put anything. That's right. And I you, like that. And uh, <clears throat> cool. But there's a part. Isn't there a part of you that likes a race car with a license plate, and it should feel the most race car? I would even put shoulder harnesses there, in there's it. There's a small part of me that does, <clears throat> but there's another part of me that appreciates that even at its most hardcore, most 911s can still be driven on the street pretty yeah, easily. But that's the challenge of that car. Sure. <clears throat> you know, eight ball and other race cars that I've driven, it's always fun for me to try to figure out how I will travel with it. <laughs> Whether it's a kid with a bag strapped yeah, to them yeah. or that's part of the fun. But for, for a me. brand I, new car, I, I don't want to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And that's just me. I don't other people other people fine. Fucking whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, you yeah. want to do. Um but but that's just my taste. And so in <clears> this car, the ST, because it's a street car, yeah, not a not a yeah. race car they went back to the GT3 radiator. It's not the pass-through radiator. So you get a trunk, which which is, to me, that's good. It's got yes. a trunk. Great. Yes. And I it sounds like, like they, they reworked the engine a little bit, right? Yeah, they put the light <clears throat> flywheel in it. It's a 911R. Oh, it's going to be great. Which actually, I mean, you've driven the, the GT3 in a manual. Yep. Which already has a really light flywheel. Yeah. I, I can't imagine how this is going to feel with an even lighter flywheel. It probably needs some kind of electronic anti-stall system well ours was pdk we weren't did you drive the stick though the press car i did yeah it's it's really light but i felt that that car was out of balance i always felt i could for the first time i could feel myself slowing this car down with my shifting Mm -hmm. which i did not like Mm -hmm. right and i and what i hope is there's better balance now between the transmission and the engine of this car and and i bet there is you're just gonna have these beautiful smooth shifts and it's all gonna feel harmonious mm-hmm. it's yeah. gonna be an awesome car and i really like that cognac interior uh treatment yeah right that's awesome cognac is winning i gotta show you this <clears throat> turbo s we got downstairs emerald green with a cognac interior with a pasha what year center it's brand new wow it's awesome 
Have you seen what Porsche Financial is doing with these lease numbers? No. Are they good or bad? It's hard? out of control. Out of control, good or bad? Bad. Okay. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Is it someone? Start, someone told me that three? we're in the middle of the fives for a turbo per I'm month. I'm sorry. Yeah. 5,000? Yeah. A month? Above 5,000 a Get month. Get the fuck out of here. No, yeah. For a turbo. For a turbo. Holy shit. It's bad. <laughs> Things are bad. So bad. Dear <laughs> listener, I know you feel bad for the Porsche folks leasing Porsches. I can't believe someone's right to check. That even the wealthiest money. among us That's are going crazy. WTF. I need to raise my prices <clears throat> here. That's crazy. It's a fascinating little world. I, it gets a little boring, but, you know... Uh, I've got my Defender is coming up, and I'm all over the place. So I'm talking to Dean Maroney, who's at uh, Porsche at Santa Clarita, and he does, I think he works with Galp and mm-hmm. everybody. So I talk to him every couple of days, and he's like, Land Rover uh, lowering, Ford lowering, Porsche raising. <laughs> it's everybody's, it's, it's, it, they all kind of react yeah. to each other. Yeah. And, uh, but in general, the lease prices are insane right now. Yeah. They don't make sense. No. It's starting to not make sense, you know, to, to actually do it. I need to re-up my daily driver soon. We'll see. see well, I, you know, here's what's up in the air. I was sent a Defender spec that I liked. I was, uh, I'm going to jump into a Subaru Crosstrek with my friends at Subaru and hand that car off to uh, the kid when he gets his license. But Good on, car for but honestly, I want to drive it. So I'm probably going to get it early. Yeah. <laughs> then I, I was like, well, well, what about one of those uh, Bronco Heritage deals? Uh, they said, okay, let, let's find one of those. All we can find is this one, and it's like 20 grand over sticker. And I said, yeah, but but me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not paying over sticker. Yeah, but I'm going to end up talking about this car every week. Or just, hey, I know they're cool, but yeah. I'm not going to pay that much. Yeah. I might pay that for a special 911, but you're asking me special 911 overages. For Bronco, it's the number is sticker. Thank you very they much. They said, uh, well, who do you know at Ford? And the next morning I was <laughs> invited to <laughs> interview the CEO of Ford. So that may work itself out. Mm. That may work itself out. But uh, a lot of folks are saying don't get that. I still don't understand why I can't. It seems like a lot of fun. And then, you know, uh, Tesla Model 3 performance is like a perfect thing for me. I just still giving them away. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it's, you know, if I'm just going to have something to put miles on and pick up kids in, I'd rather not pollute. I'd rather charge it at home and not pay for the dumb gas. Yeah, sure. Uh, The uh, so I don't know. So I don't know what's going to happen. But if uh, you're if you've had you've had three years in a Defender, I bet you don't like the Bronco because it's just not as nice. I know. It's cool looking. It does what it yes. does well. I, I understand why somebody would want one. Yes. But I've driven both the regular one and the Raptor. And to me, the Defender feels much more upscale yes. than the difference in price would suggest. Correct. Yeah. You were absolutely right about that. And what I'm looking for in this possible uh, direction is fun. Okay. So you'd have to go, this is Spike, the electric bike off-roader, sure. tennis, lacrosse equipment. Uh, the, the, the top comes off and never goes back on. I could see you taking the doors off. Uh, yeah. 
and bopping around with yeah. the kids until it rains. Sure. Just for fun. Yeah. Right? That's cool. It's good for that. And it's then totally the Model I Y if I need to go out to dinner. When so. I had the presser, I took the doors off for four days, and, and it was awesome. Right. It was awesome. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now that, it was easy to take them off and put them back on. That's an idea. This is, there's also a strike going on, and I'm not going to any meetings or anything, so I don't have to have the appearance of a professional. So right. I perhaps I've lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> and I think everybody who's saying I will regret, regret it is probably right. Yeah. What you won't regret is HelloFresh. <laughs> you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store, count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I can tell you, Matt Farah, uh, you know how you get these uh, sponsorships and they ask you to sign up and you get a box of food? Somehow I pressed the button wrong and last week I got four HelloFresh boxes. Oh, boy. <laughs> they just kept arriving. Three came on one day. Mix Three big boxes, baby. lots of meat. Uh, and then the next day, another one came. <laughs> so we gave we gave one box to one a family that we wanted to, uh, to try it. My wife jumps right in and every every day since then has been cooking these amazing meals. I love that. Last fresh. night or two nights ago, we had this sausage uh, spaghetti. It was incredible. Yeah. I came I came off the three and a half hours of tennis. I was like ravenous. I ate a giant head of spaghetti. It was so good. Last night she made um, uh, flautus or foutus. I'm sorry, what? You know, some Mexican thing. Flautas. Flautas, right? <laughs> These are things that have never, in my 20-year marriage, have yeah. never been on my dinner table. Right. And I'm like, where did this come from? She goes, it's HelloFresh. That's I, what I like about HelloFresh. They help you make things you wouldn't otherwise make. And, look, I don't think she would mind me saying it. She's not. She was not the best cook. Things we'd always go, you're cooking tonight? And then high voice, and then you just wait for the disaster. Now we're all excited. And that is a true, real endorsement. You guys, you got to check it out if you're not. You want to cook and you don't know how to do it. Everything's pre-portioned set up. It all comes to your door. It's really easy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Spike 91150 for 50% off. Gave you a nice little code there, didn't they? Yeah, it's like the 91150th 50th anniversary yeah, yeah, edition. Yeah, how about that? HelloFresh.com slash Spike91150 and use code Spike91150 for 50% off plus free shipping. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. America's number one meal kit endorsed by your friend Spike First. And, and uh, I've gained a lot of weight. <laughs> you got to check the healthy uh, the healthy recipes box. <laughs> I don't. I do the fresh. family <laughs> of four meat eaters. Yeah. <laughs> we're all carnivores and it's it's excellent. All right. Uh, you were you in. talking about Spider RS? What do I you do. Talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You were in Germany. Yeah. You alluded to, and yeah. you drove another car of interest to all of us, the new Spider RS. Yeah. Where in Germany does this take place? Paint the picture for us. Uh, we were south of Stuttgart in the Swabian Alps. Oh. Which is where... Hitler's retreat was. Is Eagles, that right? The Eagle's Nest. I think the Eagle's Nest... What is, are the mountain... What's the mountain range there? Probably. I, mean, I don't know. Eagle. The I Eagle's think, Nest is not... I don't oh. think is there, because it's on. It's in the real Alps. It's in like the... the right. I think it might have been in Austria. Right. I went to the Eagle's Nest. It wow. was shady. Yeah. They yeah. really try and... It, it was shady back then, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they really try and emphasize that Hitler wasn't here all the time. Right. <laughs> Just a little history there. Yeah. When they put you on the bus and drive you up the hill real fast... We also fast, had the Connors from Florida there. Right. <laughs> um, so, we, yeah, it was, like, it was like two hours south of Stuttgart um, in, in some nice mountains. And it's where Andy and the Porsche engineers... Go drive their prototypes on the weekends. Oh, That's fun. where they 
Right. That's where they go dry. I think they said when they made the Tycon, they 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 designed a battery that would last that drive. It, it, right. Totally possible. Right. Yeah, yeah. And what? we saw while we were down there driving these cars, like so many camouflaged Porsche mules. Really? Yeah, we saw the the new seven seater thing, electric oh, you did? they just launched. Yeah, camo. Wow. We saw uh, multiple electric Cayennes. We saw the electric Macans. Did you take pictures of any of this stuff? No, because I was driving and they were like going the other way. Um, and and we saw a Taycan with a giant GT3 RS wing on it. There's, really? Yeah, there's 100% a Taycan GT coming. Um, wow. Yeah, a huge. I couldn't believe the size of the wing on this thing. It was so crazy. That's wild. Yeah, and we saw uh, the new 992.2 uh, Cabriolet as well. 992.2 Cab. This, yeah. With, uh, with exterior changes. It had body cladding on it, so you couldn't uh, necessarily tell what had been changed, mm-hmm. but the rear bumper was a little different. Was there that new electric around, that big new thing that they announced? That the seven-seater thing. Yeah, we saw that. Not the seven-seater. The, the two-seater. The the Mission X. Is that what they were Oh, calling? yeah. No, we, I didn't see anything. Any, yeah. I've seen, like, the renderings, but they, they right. we didn't see it on the – we didn't see one out testing. Wow. That Tycon um, with a giant wing is what, – what are they doing right there? I don't know. I'm sure it's a GT variant of the Taycan. I mean, that that's how do we boring. know that's not the new electric 911 or some kind? Well, it was four. It was a four door vehicle, right? I mean, it, it was a Taycan. Like but you was, know, they make Frankenstein things. It could have been, yeah. It could have been a mule for something else. Like, yeah, it could have yeah. easily been a mule for some other powertrain. And we went into Porsche's like secret vault, yeah, where they keep shit that's like not in the museum, right? And they had all these crazy mules from their whole history. They had the 996 mule. Which was really funny because they put like 80s pontoon fenders and headlights <laughs> on it. And it looked really like sad and wonky. Wow. They had the one of the 997 mules had a 928 body on it. Really? The original Cayenne mule was a Mercedes ML class with a Cayenne underneath it. What? Yeah, yeah. They had all this crazy stuff in there. Wow. Yeah, Did they cool. let you take pictures? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you were, it was rad. Yeah, the, not, the 996 Mule was like the saddest looking yeah, Porsche you've ever seen. Like it. it was really weird. Yeah, the, the, every once in a while, stuff like that used to trickle down to us. I remember uh, Sam Cabiglio called me up and said, I've got a prototype 911 from 1976. What makes it interesting is it's completely unpainted. It's just the stainless mm-hmm. steel. But that's but pretty cool. Nobody wants it. This Imagine is way that. back Imagine when. Imagine that. I guess he goes, it's got a couple thousand miles on it, but because it doesn't have paint, nobody wants it. That's you could probably crazy. steal it for seven grand or something. I was, just, I was just like, nah, I don't want $2 it. $2 million. I don't want it either. Yeah. There's was, a prototype uh, going to one of the big auctions this year. Yeah. Uh, it's the 2.3, uh, 2. Uh, whatever RS. Mm-hmm. The, the, the RS, 2.7 RS. Wow. Um, with, a, with a prototype color on it. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be a stuff. million bucks at least. Uh, so anyway, Spider RS is uh, why we went there. It was pissing rain the first half of the day. Right. And then it got nice. Um, so it's basically a GT4 RS Spider, mm-hmm. right? You know, in the same way a GT4 and a 718 Spider are kind of the same. But they're also kind of, it's also kind of not. A GT4 and a 718 Spider like I have are the same mm-hmm. other than the roof and the wing. The chassis is the same. The motors, this, everything is the same. To go from GT4 RS to Spider RS is not exactly the same. The shocks and springs are 50% softer. The um, aero balance is completely different. The front splitter is shorter. It has the ducktail wing, mm-hmm. not the big wing. Um, the 
intake setup is completely different because that air box is not in the car. It's now right. underneath where the top goes. So it's quieter. It's it well, it's not quieter because the intake is right next to your head. Mm-hmm. So it's it's still loud, but you don't have the resonance that the airbox makes in the GT4 RS at low RPM. At low right. RPM, there's a boom that if like 1800 or so to about 2500, once you get past that, it goes away. But if you're kind of puttering around the city, it has this drone that can be mm-hmm. a little bit unpleasant. Mm-hmm. The spider doesn't do that. It's gone. Completely nice. gone. Yeah. Instead, the overwhelming sensation is suction. Massive amounts of suction. Just fucking just <laughs> gulping air. And it makes like nine different sounds out of the intake, you know, culminating in this valve train oh, gnash wow. at the top. Yeah. It, it's the best sounding modern car it's I've ever It's not a manual gearbox? PDK only. It's all PDK, PDK only. PDK only. What yeah. is the zero to 60 in it? Uh, they say three two, but Car and Driver did two eight in the wow. GT4 RS, and there's no reason to think it's different. It's lighter. Yeah. It's eleven pounds lighter than the GT4 yeah. RS. And, and is it is it limited? Are they gonna number? It's it limited by as many as they can make, but it's not like it's they're not only numbered. making a thousand. Like right. they're, they'll build as many as they can for as long as whatever. So the, that's the like the GT4 RS. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. With the exception of not having a manual, it is perfect. I mean, I can't wait to wow. drive one in Los Angeles mm-hmm. because in Germany, the tarmac is like flawless. So it was the most amazing driving car for that place mm-hmm. at that moment. You know, if I try to drive one from here to your house in Brentwood, like, would it beat me up a little bit? Like, yeah, probably. But it definitely isn't as stiff as a Touring. It's a little stiffer than my car. Um, and Would you trade your car for this? No, car? for a couple of reasons. One, my car is a stick, and my sports cars have to be stick. Mm-hmm. They just they do. I'm not I, I'm not driving them in traffic. I'm driving them for fun, and that to me that is fun is stick. And also, just like the GT4 RS, this is a great car anywhere in the power band. It doesn't feel slow anywhere in the power band, but you're paying all this money for this motor, mm-hmm. and the motor. It really is meant for five to nine thousand RPM. That's that's where it's great. Mm-hmm. Got to be going fast to right, do that. You right. you can't use that all the time. You, you even in first gear you have to be going fast to get to get to the good shit. Uh, whereas my car with the demand engine, it's a hot rod punched out motor, four and a half liter. My car makes hundred and fifty pounds more torque. 2,000 RPM lower. So my car, for a squirt of throttle from light to light, for a highway entrance ramp, or even for a canyon road, a tighter canyon road, my car feels way quicker on the pedal. Um, This car would probably beat my car on a racetrack. And this car, when you're winding it out, is amazing. And if I wanted that experience, it's there's nothing wrong with it. But I think I, I'm not, I don't have FOMO. I don't, I don't, I'm not going, oh shit, I should have waited and got right, right, this right. other thing. I'm happy with, and mm-hmm. you know how rare it is for me to just be happy with what I have? <laughs> I'm so happy. No, spiders are that way though. I've noticed spider, if you have a spider, you're happy wherever you kind of jump the in. The spider They're all is nice. so great. Yeah. And also the roof on the RS is totally different from the roof on my spider. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. <laughs> 
it 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 takes twice. It's harder. The roof removing the top much is harder than the previous version. Correct. So they went in the other direction. They they will say that they did it to save weight, which is half true. (laughs) They did it to save weight. Well, no. The result was that the top they used saves weight. That's not why they did it. They did it because the GT3 engine, which comes in the Spider RS, is taller than the other engine that was designed to go in this car from the beginning. Yeah. It's taller. Where does that room come from? The the top storage area. Mm. So the other top, the top that's on my car, won't fit. So they had to redesign a top that would fit. So it's this like, it's... It's like a bimini top, like on a boat. Right, right. You have to literally unroll it. Yes. You have to un so and then it had you had to turn the edges so, in and yeah, pull so it I'll try to describe and... what you do. You you open the rear trunk yep. and it's under there. Okay. You physically take it out. Yep. It is not connected to the car at all. Oh, you no. can wave it around. Oh really? Completely separate. There's no ribs, you and can, no hinges. No, no. You can leave it at home. Okay. You don't have to take it with you That's at funny. all. Okay. You save eight kilos by leaving what, it home. What do you connect you then, first? The first thing you connect <laughs> is to the, the binnacle, the top of the windshield. Yep. There's a hook. Okay. And you can you rest it on there. When you when you attach it to the to the top of the thing, you can put it there and it will stay. Yes. Okay. You then reach inside the car and close the central latch, I'm which is up. above the rearview mirror. Okay. <laughs> yes. Then you go back outside the car and you unroll it because yes. it's rolled up. Oh boy. Over the roll hoops. That could be fun. It sits on the roll hoops. Yeah. Okay. And then there is a wire that comes down, a tension wire. You have to click under a hook on both sides and then pressure latch it down. Okay. Okay. Is that part hard? That pressure not hard. That last one. No, not hard. So none of this is like you none have of to this stretch is, and no, you're no, pulling no. and your fingers hurt. None of it requires any it's physical well engineered. effort. It is well engineered. Okay. Then once you, you close that tension wire thing, yes. then you take the two corners and, you know, the parts that come yes. come back, you take the two corners, you slide them into a latch, latch and then That's you latch That's the part that down. was always hard. It's, but it's a different design from the one on so the spider. So it wasn't as hard, the pushing down. You didn't I feel actually like think hurt. that that is uh, better. better. I actually okay. think that's better than the spider. That seems like a little so fun. So it took me, I did it like three or four times. Right. The first time I did it, it took like three minutes. The second time, it was like two minutes. By like the fourth time... It was about a minute and 30, and I felt like that was about as fast as I could reasonably do it. Right. A minute and 30 either way. A car like that, I'd leave the top off, and then I'd throw a cover on it. So that's to get the bimini top on. Yeah. The bimini top is not airtight. Right. So that's, you know, your side windows, and then the back is totally open. Yeah. Then there's a second auxiliary part that you can install before you latch those back things down that would make it watertight enough for a car wash. Ah. Yeah. Ah. So, and now, now, now this is interesting. When you put the bimini top on, not the weatherproofing part, but the bimini top, it gets louder. It echoes the sound inside, and it's noticeably louder to drive it with that roof on than if you drive it with the roof off entirely. Which is why why you wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's Andy was very adamant about 
This is an open top car. Yeah. The car, Obviously. the top is here. So if it starts to rain, you That's throw it. it on. Yes. But you, this is an open, and they, they told us that they, for, they briefly, they had multiple meetings and they considered selling it with no roof at all. Right. That would have been cool. <laughs> but I like, would have loved that but idea. You, but you just, you know, one person washes it wrong and you just but fuck that's, the But all they have to do off. is get that information out and just say, look, this is a this is a car you don't put the top up on. Yeah. We're going to put one in there in case it rains and you have, you, you'll well, learn how to do it. But otherwise, leave it in your garage yeah, as is. That's I do that the with idea. the 82 Target. It's the same thing. I don't like dealing yeah. with that top, so it's it's on. My my cars spend most of their lives with the roof off, and okay, yeah. it's fine. Just don't leave it. And outside. it's and you know what? Honestly, dude, it this car is so great. In, I mean, and look, you okay. said it was better. You were more excited about that than the nine eleven ST, which you haven't driven. Is that still the case? Um, I'm very excited for the nine eleven ST, but but I just think that. I, I love the Boxster platform so much. It's the right size. Mm-hmm. It's got two trunks. You can use it's so practical. You're really big on trunks. Well, because I like to go on road trips. I go on <laughs> vacations with joking. my wife, and you know we, right. we bring shit. I know. And you know, and and it's it's and for a car that's relatively small, it's got so much space inside. It's yeah. laid out so well. The dash and the center console are so great. Um, and it just fits on the road so nicely. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's smaller. So, it's just great. It's yeah. smaller, but it it but in in a way that gives up no usable space. Right. It's just such a great platform. It's and good. um go watch the video. You can you can hear my video, which is up. You can hear what it sounds like, and it's fucking crazy. On your YouTube channel. On the YouTube. So we're gonna do it. But let's first talk about our official tire partner, the Spikes Car Radio official tire partner. Then we're gonna do questions. Okay. But uh, Breda Stein, um, as you know, uh, Erica got Quadtrek Pros on her Tesla to quiet the ride. They oh, did yeah? Great. Does it work? It, it, was, it, it does. Yeah. yeah, it reduced the noise. What was on there before? Do you remember? Uh, completely sidewalk destroyed somethings. <laughs> okay. She had ruined them, so okay. she needed new tires. But I had them out on the, uh, on the turns in Sunset last night, <laughs> and I was coming into a turn a little hot. It, there was no one on the road, and I was like, oh, I've got the new Bredesteins on there. Don't have to worry. They grabbed like crazy. Jerry's got uh, Sprint Classics on his VW. Oh. He put a couple mm-hmm. pair and a couple of his old VWs. Johnny's got them on his Rivian. Zuckerman They're supposed to arrive here today for my Ford. That's what I was getting to. My Series 2A uh, has Grip Classics on it. Um, and now, you're getting tires on what? Um, my, my Mach-E. My Ford Mach-E. And what did you put on it? What kind? I don't know. I, don't told, know. I told... Probably Ro- Quattrack Pros. I though. told Roger, you know, for an EV, my goal is improved ride quality and reduced sound. Right. Coming, coming from the Michelin Primacy, which I've actually been okay with. I, it's a decent tire for what it is, but I wanted... I didn't want my range to be reduced. I didn't care about handling. Not It's not a factor in that car. It's a city car for mm-hmm. me. But uh, looking forward to see. They should be here today. The little sidewall, the Quadtrack Pro, was designed by Giorgetto Giaro, yeah. yeah. legendary automotive designer, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't know it. When I saw the tires, I went, those look kind of weird for tires. What is that? And I called Roger up, and he said, do you know who designed them? Yeah, it's the, the same Giaro guy. sidewall. The same guy designs the BMW M1, yeah. the Tommaso Mangusta, DeLorean, Lotus Esprit, the mm-hmm. Senko Speedmaster Ripley, 
the Seiko's, you know, a really cool yeah. design. Then I'm, now I'm like, I love these things. They, you know where they really, those tires are really at home? Uh, if you put them on an 80s car, that sidewall yeah, looks yeah. great. Well, they have tires for pretty much all of yeah. your tire needs. Check them out. They're big fans of Spikes Car Radio, and we're big fans of theirs. I have bunches of questions for us. Okay. Let's go through, and then we'll we'll call it a show. How does that sound? Sure. Let me just uh, get to my Instagram. I haven't checked these questions. You're checking your watch. Because I have to go to PT in 30 minutes. Oh, we won't even be 30 minutes. We're going to answer a couple. Got to fix my knees. Very common question from uh, Stephen Sutton. Uh, For Matt, what car do you most regret regret getting rid of? Regret getting rid of. We Um, all regret cars. Well, so I I, I don't regret it because at the time... It made sense and was necessary, but the one car that I wish I was able to keep uh, to this day would have been my Nissan Skyline GTR. Oh yeah, that was R32. Cool. That yeah. was a great car. Yeah, at the time I I had this was in the great downsizing when I had yes. to get move out of that building across yes. from Zuckerman's. This happens. And uh, the guy sold the building. I had two months to get rid of these cars and. And uh, I got an offer that was almost triple what I paid for the car at the time. Seemed like a wise move. Mm-hmm. Still a wise move. But um, that's the, the regret. But uh, I would love to have another Nissan Skyline. And I kind of just wish I still had the one I had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it happens. Yep. I think I regret on any given day every single car that I've sold, <laughs> including my diecast cars. Um, I'm Van Nasi says, as a new automotive content creator, what advice would you give to succeed? Have no shame. What's that? Have no shame. Have no shame. Whatever shame. What does that mean? Meaning you're going to have to do things that probably make you feel really stupid for money. Yeah. Just do them. Just do them. I think people are pretty pretty good about accepting, you know, the the ad reads and things. It's always good if you can find sponsors that you love, like that, that we helps. have in our shows. That yeah. really helps. I, my only advice is if you don't need the money, don't take the sponsors you hate. They yeah. won't work out anyways, and people kind of see through it. Stay away from uh, uh, financial stuff, too, so you don't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, treat it, treat it like a real business. Have a yeah. business plan. You know, have do financials, do the right, the right stuff from a corporate perspective. You know, treat treat it like a business, not a hobby, and it will treat you like a business. Not Love a the Twisties wants to know: Do you guys ever wash your own cars? Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, I do. I am now currently. I asked uh, Jay for some of his Jay Leno's uh, Jay Leno's car wash stuff. I said, look, all look, all I need, all I want is the uh, windshield uh, wiper spray. I've got the other stuff. A giant refrigerator box came of everything, <laughs> and it was it was a party in the neighborhood. Everybody yeah. was like, ah, just grabbing the stuff. But um, I, I, I've washed two cars already this week. Yeah, I wash I, I my own cars regularly. I washed the Defender uh, with my, my son James, and I washed Erica's Tesla. And they're, you know, we call them the horse bath wash is what we call it. They're not... They're down and dirty, but I use Jay's products, and it works out well. I've also started taking my dry vac. I bought a high-horsepower dry vac and putting that tube on the other side. Blower. Blowing yeah. the water up. We, here at Westside, we dry cars with, with yeah. leaf blowers and our, our air compressor, yeah. and it's the best. Because you don't get those water stains. Yep. Yep. I, 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 I get a very zen-like experience from washing my own cars. I love it. Alex wants to know, car week. 
<laughs> when are you guys showing up at the fire pits? Oh, yeah, Alex, we, we forgot to invite you. Yeah. We'd love to see you there. Um, we're, that's next week. That's coming it up is. in a couple of days. I'm going up on Wednesday. I'm going up early. So that would be today. This oh, show when is they're listening to the show, yeah, yes, yeah, I yeah. will be arriving in, in Monterey and I got parties to attend, very fancy parties. Yeah, I got it's going fun. to the quail. You know, they put the, out a little email with how to dress and it was all guys in crazy pants and jackets and fancy I have rich some people. new shirts I'm very excited for. What are you going to wear for our show? Oh, I got a shirt. <laughs> I got the shirt. I, I, you're going you're gonna to love my shirt. I got a shirt that I think you're going to be super into. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I remember. A Saturday you were, shirt is great. A Saturday shirt. It's a Saturday shirt. Yeah. I like the way you were dressed last year. I thought you were the best dressed up there. And I I can't wait. My Panama hat has been on the shelf. It's ah. it's, had, it's steamed. It's yes. good to go. I don't know you what get, to do. You gotta get know. a Panama hat. I can't I d I don't feel comfortable. You I, don't think you can pull it off, but you can. I assure you. I'm gonna be behind a desk off to one's it's already probably oh, yeah, gonna it's feel like a talk show awkward. Set, right? Yeah, it's gonna be fun. But I I, I I think everybody should just dress as themselves. So I might put a collared shirt on. Might put on, I think, some Roan athletic gear that they send me. I, I don't know. After I, uh, I'd leave. like to dress like this in shorts and a t-shirt, you but can. it's fancy rich people. And I'm I, not. I'm not dressing. I'm dressing in a way that perverts their taste <laughs> against them. <laughs> yeah, I think you have it figured out. Um. RY guy 2020 says, what's your worst, strangest experience at a dealership with a salesperson? Oh, I have. I actually have one. Yes. When I went to the local Chevy dealership here, when I, when I was going to get my Volt and I ended up, I did end up buying a Volt. Nobody gives a shit about it, but it was the best car I've ever owned. Mm -hmm. One of the the finest cars ever built. And I will, you would, you would not talk me out of that. Okay. But when I went to the dealer, there's one on the showroom floor. And I went to go, I said, can I, you know, can I turn it on and play with the menus and press the buttons? And the guy went, no, you can't start it. It's, it's indoors. And I go, it's electric. <laughs> you, you can. And he goes, no, no, but the, the emissions will. And he, this guy didn't understand that, yes, you could indeed power this vehicle on indoors. And he he was. He told me when I had walked in the door and said I wanted to look at a Volt that he was the Volt specialist of this dealer and proceeded to know absolutely fucking nothing oh. about the Volt, starting with the fact that it was fundamentally electric and could be powered on That's indoors so without reducing. That's the so, it's always and it's so depressing because you're so excited and you walk in. I remember doing that. Uh, we were stopped uh, driving an Audi somewhere and then shooting car matchmaker, and I walked in. Let's go look at these colors. And I said, "What? What do they call this color?" And the guy said, "I don't know." And I said, "But you're the salesman." Yeah, yeah. He goes, "I can. Oh, well, why don't you hold on here and let me." Uh, the thing that popped into my head when I read this question was being in New York and going to a car dealer there, and I don't remember which one it was, and then very quickly, I wanted to ask about the cars, I forget the brand, and the salesman said, let me see your license, uh-huh. and he took it, and he took it out back and then returned without it, and he said, let's start talking about this car, what? and started getting paperwork ready, and I said, where's my license? He goes, we're just, we're just uh, running a credit check and making sure everything's going to work out. I said, I haven't committed to buying the car. <laughs> We're just going to hold on to that. What? Joined then by another. They started sweating me, these guys. That's and crazy. it ended in me standing going, give me my fucking license. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting out of so here. Crazy. You already blew it. Yeah. What do, what do I look like? That's crazy. 
you know, and you're in full New Yorker mode yeah. too. Like no one's going to make a deal you. today or what? You know, Do you, you're going to sweat me. Do I look like I just rode in on the pineapple to, truck? Wouldn't want to have to bring it back to you at home later, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was the beginning yeah. of a long history of not liking most dealerships. I've yeah. learned there are a couple of good ones and uh, we use them and we promote them here in the show. The rest of them watch out. Um, what automotive memory, Matt Farah, has uh, stuck with you since you were a little kid? Um, well, there's certainly a lot. Uh, there is uh, when my dad uh, traded in his Saab 900 Turbo for the first uh, Lexus LS 400. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, a car enthusiast, the, when the Lexus LS 400 came out, and when I had one in the drive, it seemed like a spaceship. It was so much different from everything else from the 80s that I had experienced. So much more modern. The Those beautiful gauges with mm -hmm. the invisible needles, the smoothness. That really did. But on my ninth birthday, my dad brought me. We used to live in a house that was kind of on top of a hill. and had a long driveway, almost a quarter of a mile, our driveway, down the hill to the street. So my dad bought me a go-kart when I was nine and I had Smart like move. my own hill climb. Yes. So we had this, we had this, the house, it wasn't like a crazy fancy house, but it was up at the top of this hill with this long driveway. And Epic. the whole front of the house yes. was like almost like a football field of asphalt. Like yes. It, it felt like it was a huge, Fantastic. so I had like a racetrack, yes. you know, so I'd be, I ran up and, up, and so, so the 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 go kart and everything didn't end up under a uh, snowplow tire. Oh, I fucking wrecked it a couple of times, and and I the brakes weren't very good on the go kart, yeah, so yeah. I would go slow down the hill and then tear ass back up. Hey, there. wait, I have a question for you. You're yeah. the perfect word person to ask about this. Did you see the Wolf of Wall Street? Kuntash is yeah. going for sale. One of two, yeah. right? Yeah. One was smashed. Yeah. And destroyed. Yeah. Not even sure it was a real one, but the no, other it was, one. It was a real one. The real one. The yeah, really one. Kill, yeah. Okay. And this other one's going up for sale. What do you think that's going to do? Do you think that's significant? I do think it's significant. I think the market for a white-on-white -white 25th anniversary is probably, if it's a reg, no provenance, regular right, no car, right. nice, but but not otherwise special. I think the market is three to four hundred. Martin Scorsese provenance. I and an pivot, epic scene with epic DiCaprio. Scene. It's, DiCaprio. A, it's a pivotal scene. Did DiCaprio scene. drive that car? Do we know? Uh, I don't think maybe, but not that. That one is just the one that's parked in front of the It's in club. the scene. It's in the scene. The scene. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was, it was on screen used. My guess would be 650 wow. to 900. Probably the best provenance. What do you what do you say? Four, three to four million. You think is that the estimate? No, that's what I think this oh, is okay. going to go for. All right, I think there's going to be a couple of knucklehead tech bros who want it, yeah. who love that movie as much as I do, sure, and are going to go. It's totally worth it. It's yeah. such an iconic moment in cinema, right? When you think about these great, you know, the bullet Mustang, of which there were lots of them. Mm -hmm. This one for me just stands out. Like it just becomes, I, I'm not even a big fan of that car, but that moment is so sure. cinematically desirable and funny and it's going to just live forever. Yeah. And it's, it seems smarter and contemporary than even a bullet. Like the bullet even feels old at this point. This yeah, feels Steve like our Green stuff is, it's, it's weird, but, but, uh, but that's, you know. I, I don't know. What, I, I think it could is be. Is the auction happening? Well, December. 
Oh, it's in December. It's, yeah, not, it's not a Pebble well. Beach auction. Oh, no, so we no. won't we won't be able to revisit it until then. You might be right. I mean, all it, you know, like any auction, all it takes is two idiots, two drunk billionaires, <laughs> yeah. right? Of which we have plenty of idiot billionaires. How many would you like? We Look, have as, many. But as a Kuntosh owner, it can only be good for me unless it right. somehow totally tanks. Okay, now this guy Jimmy, he's thinking like us. When when I win the lotto, one point five billion. That's the must be the jackpot. Uh, I'm going to buy cars, but I want to know what three cars you guys would buy for your collection collections quickly. That's yeah. a lot. Three cars. All right. Let me start. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I already said uh, Ferrari short wheelbase uh, 250 is going to be one. Go ahead. You pick your first one. Uh, F Ferrari F50. Ooh, Ferrari F50. Yeah, that's F50. nice. Yeah, that's. Uh, I would then probably buy a four cam Speedster. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, emphasis on color and 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 where it came from and preservation. Mm-hmm. I would then go with a. Um, ooh, I would probably say a a roof Yellowbird, mm. nineteen eighty seven roof CTR Yellowbird. Wow, just like just like Uncle Bruce's. And uh, just off the top of my head, I'd get a nice uh, low mileage dialed in Carrera GT. <laughs> Yeah, something Carrera, crazy, Carrera GT is a real is a real yeah. good choice too. Something yeah. that's uh, hard to drive, <laughs> kind of usable. But Doug's maybe. been driving his a bunch. Oh, who's that? Doug Demuro. Oh, he is. Yeah, cashed out of cars and bids same day. Carrera GT, wow. boom, putting miles on mm. it. Got to respect it. I wonder where the folks who cashed him out got that idea. I wonder where that idea came from. Hmm. Someday you know we'll figure it out. Car number four, but daily it, driver for Los Angeles. I would buy a 1989 AMG Hammer Coupe mm-hmm. 560 SEC six liter Hammer wide body yes. for my LA daily driver. Yes, yeah, that'd be, be pretty exceptional. good. Yeah. You, I mean, I, I mean, you could easily just fill a hangar full of cars. Did but you see there? I think I really, car. honestly, I would just buy the one car and just go. All right, that's enough. I'll drive this for a little while and have some fun in it. Yeah, until right. it needs service, and then you just sell it and buy the next one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I could be happy in that car. And and my promise to everyone would be, I'm going to drive this thing like a, like a Datsun B210. Yeah. I'm going to leave it on the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm going to let it get scratched up. I'm going to drive it, as Jay used to say, from 100 to zero and then restore <laughs> it back to 100 again. That's I'm going to enjoy it and not worry about it. I'm going to hand the keys to the valet. Here you go. Yeah. Break any switch you want. <laughs> enjoy yourself because I'm a billionaire and I don't care. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's all the time. Many people are asking, you know, you've done a fantastic job losing weight. What What's your uh, weight loss tip that you can give everyone? How much weight have you lost, by the way? I don't know. I haven't been on a scale. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's healthy. Yeah. but What I, do you do? I'm, what do I do? Uh, I quit drinking. Quit drinking alcohol. I, that's I, the best thing. I do. didn't drink at all from March till the end of June. Mm-hmm. And I've had one or two drinks every two weeks since then because I did need to maintain my sanity a little bit. Right. Um I have uh, eliminated. So you didn't quit drinking. You cut down a lot on your drink. I stopped entirely for three months, and and now yes. I'm. You greatly reduced greatly, your, your, greatly your, reduced. your caloric intake yeah. from alcohol. Yeah, greatly reduced. Yes. Uh, cut almost all carbs, and I and I changed the order in which I eat things. So I always have vegetables and protein before carbs. It's not it's not a lot of changes mm-hmm. actually. Um, and I wake up at 6 a.m. and have four scrambled eggs every single morning, oh, like amazing. clockwork. Before I have coffee, before I have anything. That's perfect. There you go. 
I try. It's hard. But I try. We work out to stay fit. We cut calories to lose weight. Yeah. Two separate ideas. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our show. Spike's Weight Loss Radio. <laughs> no, it's been a good show. This was fun. Yeah. See you next Saturday. Yeah, the, next week. Pebble Beach we'll Forums. Be, we'll be together on stage. We have a great show planned. Maybe. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Who knows what's going to happen? I certainly don't. Yeah. But um, I gotta, what did you I, learn last year from that show? What should we do differently, do you think? Um... Because it was, it, it always, it always feels. I thought it was fun. It, it was fun. Had a great time. It's great to interact with the audience at yeah. the end. I love the meet and greet at the end, and we sign autographs. We have spike stickers. We have posters. You know that the funny thing with all of us now. You know, remember how Johnny left you out of the illegal shot, and now you're in it. And <laughs> thanks. Um, so we'll be doing that stuff, but you know, it's always weird to have a you know a few hundred people there. Yeah. And you're podcasting, which is something you do kind of looking at each other's yeah. eyes. Yeah. And I'm used to performing and doing things to an audience. Like I like the audience. I've found that every time I've done a podcast in front of an audience, yeah. I, I feed off the energy of the audience right. well. But we work. should just do our podcast together yeah. and yeah. they should just be listening to it, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's, you know, there's a show of hands, you know, some kind of interactivity right, I think right. is fine. Simple. We talked about where people had driven their cars from and what they drove. That was right, fun, right. But Yeah, but, my favorite part last year was the lottery winner that we had bumped into, the guy that won the oh, money. Yeah. He was buying cars like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That was the fun. guy at 23 won yeah. Powerball. Dude. Yeah. This guy... This guy had like 12 Pagani's. <laughs> That's what you do with your money. Buy Bro, 12 Pagani's. I hope I see. Shout out to him. I hope I fucking see him at Quail again this year. That's awesome. Got 27 Pagani's. I've got 80 Pagani's. <laughs> Imagine that, dude. From It's one thing like. For you or I, like you and I both, we work hard, but we live pretty well. Mm -hmm. And to go from us to, to if, if we hit that Powerball, the toys will get more expensive. But for the most part, life goes on, you know, yeah, but like yeah. this dude, 23, working at Target in Pugatis. Wisconsin. That's awesome. Fucking hits it. Changes his name, <laughs> moves his moves his states. Yes. Fucking designs. He's young. He designed his home in Minecraft. Wow. He built a huge house, which he designed in Minecraft, and then sent that to the architects. And they're building it in outside of Vegas on a mountain. And 15 Pagani's. <laughs> is he out of money yet? <laughs> Dude, he is. He bought a ton of fucking crypto, too. He did. He, uh, he rode he's doing everything wrong. Well, he I, 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 I don't know if he held it or whatever, but he was doing all right. <laughs> he was doing. Well, hopefully he'll be. What was the guy's name? I don't want to say because I. Cause what he, was his first name? Manny. Manny. Yeah. Right. Right. Manny. Yeah, yeah. Do you talk to Manny? Not a lot, but I I am friends with one of his very good friends, and I get the updates. Once oh, I in would a while. love to have Manny on. I'd love to take him apart. That would be really <laughs> fun. I would like to know. He seemed like he was really enjoying himself. <laughs> Manny, if someone knows Manny, tell him to call me up. Yeah. I want I want to I want to start from the day before to the yeah. day after and every call that you got and dude is fucking killing it. <laughs> somebody uh uh you know and, and this is a weird thing to confess uh on the air but somebody uh, a, a piece of mail arrived at my house and it was addressed it wasn't addressed to me it was addressed to someone else in another part of the state. Right. I don't know how this thing came there and opened it up without thinking. 
and then went, oh, looked at the name. Is this isn't me? And and Googled the guy. I yeah. felt bad and Googled the guy. It was a letter. It was a hand type letter that I did not read. But you know, mindlessly you open it up. Googled the guy. It goes net worth eighty billion dollars. Whoa! Right? Eighty billion dollars. Billion. <laughs> this guy's a billionaire. Okay. Might have been eight, but it was eight. Yeah. Maybe a zero billion dollars. Yeah. Then I went. Oh, I know what this letter is going to say. And sure enough. And it was three lines. My name is Nishin from Yonkers. I need $5 million right now to start my business. Oh, my God. You can send it here. Thank you very much. <laughs> it didn't mention what the business was. It did not mention anything other than just you can send the check for my business $5 million right here to Yonkers. <laughs> that's what Manny must be. That's probably why he changed his name. Yeah. I mean, imagine that was, the thought process of the guy writing the letter. It's though. crazy. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'll just say I'm starting a business. Yeah. Send me a check, and he will. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Hopefully, that, we get this. Maybe if we if I see him at the quail, I will invite him to do invite our invite him podcast. to come up. Yeah. Yes, invite him to come yeah. up. That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week on Spike's Car Radio. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio, brought to you by Hangar Fifty Six. Listen to new episodes every Wednesday. And be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.